You are listening to episode three of the Live Free Mama podcast. Welcome to the Live Free Mama podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Quinn, and I am a mom on a mission to help you launch, grow, and scale a profitable freelance business from home. Join me each week for tangible business advice, along with inspiring interviews, all designed to help you mom strong, work smart, and live free. So grab your coffee, water, or wine, and let's dive on in. Hey there, and welcome. If you are ready to start freelancing, then you will want to listen to this episode because I am going to give you the first thing that you need to get started. The first thing that you need to get started is a service to offer. That's it, a service. You need something that people can use, that people need, and that people will pay for. And this episode is going to show you how no matter what your current experience is, you have skills, talents, and experience that you can leverage into a profitable work-from-home career that works for you. So stop second-guessing yourself, and let's dive into my simple three-step process to discover what services that you can start offering today. But before we do, I wanted to take a quick second to share with you this episode's sponsor. Yep, this episode is sponsored by our podcast launch giveaway. Don't forget about all of the ways you can enter, including daily entries and multiple shares. To enter and keep up on the multiple opportunities to enter, make sure you go to MichaelaQuinn.com forward slash giveaway. If you are sitting there listening and thinking to yourself, but Michaela, I am a, insert your current job title, I have nothing to offer. You are wrong, and I promise. But don't worry. It is a totally normal feeling, and I used to feel it too. My background is in education. Every job I had except for a brief stint as a waitress and a legal assistant in a law office my freshman year of college, which was just to save enough money to go on a spring break trip. But every job I had revolved around childcare or nannying or education. Summers growing up, I nannied and babysat. I worked in a gym daycare throughout high school. And in college, I worked at the Boys and Girls Club in Manhattan, Kansas. And then once I graduated from Kansas State University, I taught high school English for four years. Nothing I did or was remotely interested in had anything to do with business, or so I thought. And when I first started looking into freelancing, I got overwhelmed. I felt defeated and like I had nothing to offer, but I was wrong. But it wasn't until I figured out how to translate my experience into businessy termed and flipped the script on what I lacked and instead focused on what I had that I started to land client after client. So I am going to give you in this episode my process to do just that. And again, I have this awesome guide on my website, michaelaquinn.com forward slash brainstorming dash guide that you can grab and it will walk you through this. It also has a list of common freelance services with a brief description of each. So you you have a better idea of what some of these um, job descriptions include. So step one to determine what services you should offer. The first thing that I want you to do is to look at your current job. 
What are the skills that you have in order to carry out this job? Whether you are a stay-at-home mom currently, a teacher, a lawyer, a banker, a waitress, whatever it is that your current job is, you have skills. And I want you to spend some time giving yourself some love and brainstorming what it is that you do on a daily and what the skills are that you have. So for example, When I was going through this process myself, because this is the exact process that I went through to determine what services and skills I had to offer in the freelance space, this was my brainstorming. So for me as a teacher, my skills were engaging students, creating conversations with students, engaging different learning styles. I had a lot of customer service, you know, talking with disgruntled parents on why their student who always had an A did not get an A on their first paper in my class. I also provided, one of my skills was providing constructive feedback on papers. I had to utilize different technology. I also was really good at researching and reading, writing, and then being creative. So those were a lot of the skills that went along with my teaching job. I want you to take some time and brainstorm whatever it is your current job is, what are your skills? And now once you've done that, step two, and again, that brainstorming guide has space that has all of this written down. But step two, I then want you to think about your main job responsibilities, like the tasks and the projects that you were responsible for. Write those down. And again, there there may be some overlap. So for example, for me as a teacher, I was was responsible for engaging students. I was responsible for getting them to start talking about literature and learning how um, to start conversations around that and um, formulate their their opinions and their and their thoughts. I was also responsible for planning curriculum. When I started teaching, I my very first year, I was given the pre-AP curriculum, the pre-AP class, and they had not really developed this class yet. So it was my responsibility to plan the pre-AP sophomore English curriculum. So I planned that out. I did a lot of research that went into that and just kind of planned and mapped out the year. So that was one of my main responsibilities. But I was also responsible for teaching students how to write, how to think analytically about the literature. So those were some of my main job responsibilities and tasks that I had for my teaching job. And then I want you to think about, once you've thought about the tasks that you do, I want you to think about your personality traits. What are your strengths? So for me, my strengths, and some of us, this is really hard to take a step back and think about, okay, what am I good at? What are my strengths? And if that's the case, ask your friends, ask your husband, ask your parents, what do you think my strengths are? What do you think um, my personality traits are? So for me, identifying my strengths as being very passionate. I am a a self-starter, very creative I am a problem solver, and I am a good listener. Now that you have given yourself some love, you took some time to go through and either think about what your strengths are or ask some of your closest friends and family what your strengths are, it's time to look at some of the top services and see which one makes the most sense for you to start out with. So I took my brainstorming guide and came up with this. 
teachers and especially myself as a teacher are excellent planners. That kind of relates and aligns with the project management aspect of helping online business owners. Another thing I came up with is teachers are skilled at engaging students, engaging students in conversations. And I applied this to the social media management and strategy aspect of helping online businesses grow. I thought to myself, if I can get kids talking about Beowulf or Macbeth or the Iliad and the Odyssey, I can get almost anyone to talk about and engage with any sort of content on social media. Another thing that I found from my teaching career is that teachers, especially English ones, I taught English, are excellent with the written word. So that can translate to copywriting, to editing, to proofreading. And also teachers are very creative, whether if it's just ideas or actually creating the handouts and displays and the PowerPoints, et cetera, in the classroom, that can translate into the graphic design aspect of helping online business owners grow. And also, teachers are just excellent teachers. And there, there's this huge industry in the online business world where people have online courses. And so teachers could help with the online course support, whether if it's looking at the curriculum that the person is wanting to teach or looking at the lesson or the lecture and then creating handouts or workbook type material to help people consume and soak in the knowledge. And teachers are also, I'm just going to stereotype here, most teachers, especially if you're on the younger side, you've come in where there's this huge push for technology. And in a lot of cases, you have to teach yourself that technology. So teachers are amazing with technology. And that can translate into a technical virtual assistant. And that's just a few. Also, just off the hand, I'm thinking about teachers are awesome problem solvers. They're awesome multitaskers. They're managing lots of different moving pieces and parts at once. And so for me, I, I had this brainstorming. And when it came down for me to pick just one service, it didn't seem so clear as to what direction I should take. I felt like I had a lot of strengths in a lot of different areas, but no set expertise. Like I felt like I could be a good support person, but there wasn't an exact like, oh, wow, you should go into social media management for sure. Or you should be a project manager for sure. I still felt like I lacked some of that experience to be an expert in something. And so for some of you, you might be listening to this and it may be black and white as to what direction that you should take. For example, if you do a lot of graphic design in your nine to five or you have a graphic design degree, you could get into branding and or graphic design right away and that makes perfect sense. If you do a lot of writing for your job, you could get into copywriting right away that makes sense. If you have a ton of marketing experience for your nine to five, you do digital marketing or social media marketing, you run ad campaigns. That is definitely something that you can get into right away. And if you're looking at your strengths and the tasks and the traits that you have, and it's not so obvious for you, here's where you can start out. And this is exactly where I started out. You can start out as a virtual assistant which is basically just a virtual support person who can take on and fill in in a variety of ways depending on what that business owner needs. 
And so if you've gone through this brainstorming guide and it, it, it is not super crystal clear on you should start as this, this type of service, I want you to think about becoming a virtual assistant because that is a great option to start. You're going to learn a lot and figure out what you love, what you don't love. And then be able to, as your business grows, as you take on more clients, figure out which area you want to specialize in. So in a next future episode, we're going to talk all about what a virtual assistant is because I think that makes sense for a lot of people to start in. And no matter what, I recommend that you start with the area that you have the current skills for. So if you have all of that marketing experience, start with the marketing. If you have all of that writing experience, start with the copywriting. I don't want you to start your business and and feel like you have to take on skills training at the same time because that is just going to be a huge distraction. So I want you to start with what makes the most sense for your current skill level and your current experience. And for a lot of you, that's going to be a virtual assistant. And that's it. That is how you determine what services you can or should offer as a freelancer. And now if you are thinking, okay, but who is going to hire me and why are they going to hire me? Go check out episode two. And if you are patiently waiting for episode five, that's where we're going to talk about what a VA is. It'll be next Monday, bright and early. So I can't wait to see you then. However, this Wednesday, I've also got our first ever interview episode with Samantha Johnston. Samantha has a heart of gold, a design business going on five plus years, and I can't wait for you to meet her and fall in love with her too. Lastly, I just want to ask if you've left me a review yet. If you entered into our giveaway, this is just one way you can score major points. And this one way is worth 100 entries. 100 a crazy amount compared to all of the other ways to enter. But this one way can be so powerful to us getting seen on iTunes. And I'd love and so appreciate your help. Thanks, guys. See you next time.